we think we are taking action when in reality we are running in place. I'm your host, Anna Malikian, and before we start, please remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone to access all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at Mindset.Zone. And if you want to get the free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. Today, we'll be exploring FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. I decided to record this episode inspired by something I read in the book of Gina Bianchini, Purpose. Gina Brinchini's book Purpose is not directly about FOMO. It's an amazing book that is a step-by-step guide to articulate our purpose and translate this purpose into action through the power of community. I had the pleasure of interviewing Gina here in the Mindset Zone, and I love how she sees Humans are connecting beings, thriving in communities. And I will make sure that I put the link to that interview on the show notes of this podcast. So her book is about how to create communities. And one of the things that she speaks is the action trap of modern life. And there is where she speaks about FOMO, the fear of missing out. This is in page 67 of the hardcover version of her book. And I'm going to read the quote. There's always something new to read, a podcast to listen to, or a feed to catch up on. Without staying vigilant, you may miss something important. Professor Benjamin Skinner termed this intermittent reinforcement, and modern social media has mastered it. Intermittent reinforcement describes a conditioning schedule in which a reward or punishment is randomly applied. The result? You keep taking the action because you never know when it's going to work. Put another way, intermittent reinforcement is the fear of missing out. FOMO is real and super potent. Whether you call it intermittent reinforcement or prefer FOMO, it keeps both you and me consuming new content and wondering if we have got everything we need to act on our purpose. We think we are taking action when in reality we are running in place. End quote. This was a light bulb moment for me. What a brilliant way of seeing FOMO. Totally makes sense. So let's dive in this. And let's start with FOMO. 
did you ever decided to stay home to rest and relax? Then you look at your phone and realize that some of your friends have gone out and are having a ton of fun, so much so that you second-guess your own decision? Or did you ever press the buy button because you read only three left? Or have you ever postponed taking action because maybe there is more information out there you need to check out before doing it? These are all common examples of FOMO, fear of missing out. We feel its power almost every day. But why? Let's start by stepping into the world of Professor Benjamin Skinner. Imagine a scientist in a lab observing the behavior of a pigeon. Yes, the bird. Every time the pigeon picks in a button, it gets a treat. But what if, instead of getting the treat every time, the pigeon only gets it sometimes? This unpredictability, this randomness, keeps the pigeon coming back, picking again and again, hoping for the reward. This is the essence of Skinner conditioning theory. Now, you may be wondering, how is this different from other conditioning theories? Well, while classical conditioning, like in Pavlov's dogs, is about associating two stimuli, Skinner's operant conditioning is about associating a behavior with a consequence. In classical conditioning, the Russian physiologist Ivan Pavlov observed that if we associate a neutral stimulus, just as a bell ringing, with an unconditioned stimulus, seeing food, that naturally causes the dog to salivate. If we associate these two stimuli many times together, we create what we call the conditioning response. So the dog, just for hearing the bell ringing, causes it to salivate. Even if no food is present, that is the natural thing. So the natural thing is that a dog sees food, it salivates because it sees the food. That is the natural thing. The learning behavior to this classical conditioning is when the ringing of the bell becomes associated with seeing the food, and just by ringing the bell, the dog salivates. This is learning by associating two stimuli, and it can happen quite quickly with us humans. So let's imagine that you love eating sushi, the raw fish. But one evening, you eat it, and it happens that it's not as fresh as you were hoping, so it's spoiled. The unconditional stimuli, because it's, you ate something that is spoiled, is in many cases that you feel nauseated and even sick. This is the unconditional response, it's the natural response. What can happen with only one time is that next time you see the sushi, the raw fish 
in the top of the rice. You can feel nauseated, even if this juicy is perfectly fresh. Even sometimes just thinking of it can make you feel nauseated. That is the power of the classical conditioning. It's all about these associations that we make. When two things are paired together so that the initial neutral stimulus can trigger a response that originally only triggered by that other thing. Skinner operant conditioning is different. It's all about association, but this time between a behavior with a consequence. Imagine if you have a pet cat. Every time your cat uses the litter box correctly, you give him a treat. Soon your cat starts to use the litter box more often because he knows he will get that treat. This is the essence of operant conditioning, learning from the consequences of our actions. In simple terms, operant conditioning is about learning through rewards and punishments. If you do something and it leads to a good outcome, you are likely to do it again. If it leads to a bad outcome, you are likely to avoid doing it in the future. And there are many nuances in operant conditioning. One important one is intermittent reinforcement. So what is this? Picture a slot machine. You pull the lever. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't. But that unpredictability, that chance of winning, Keep us pulling that lever or pressing that button. It's powerful because it taps into our innate desire for reward and the uncertainty amplifies our drive. It's like fishing. You never know when you will get the bite, but that hope keeps you wanting. Road in hand. So contrast this with a continuous reinforcement where every action gets a reward. It's predictable. And while it's effective initially, the magic wears off. The lure of the known, the intermittent reward, is what keeps us hooked. So think about this when you are training your pet. It's more effective, the intermittent reinforcement that always giving that treat. So now let's come back to FOMO and our everyday lives. FOMO isn't just about missing apart your social event. It's that urge to scroll through social media, fearing we missed the one post or that one update. It's the reason we check our emails over and over again, hoping that that one important message finally arrives. It's powerful and it's everywhere. So let's come back to that passage of the book and let's break it down in smaller segments. It starts, 
there is always something new to read, a podcast to listen to, or a feed to catch up on. Without staying vigilant, you may miss something important. Pause quote. Does this sound familiar? This is pure FOMO fear of missing out. Let's continue with the quote. Professor Benjamin Skinner termed this intermittent reinforcement, and modern social media has mastered it. Absolutely, social media has mastered intermittent reinforcements as well or even better than a slot machine in a casino. It's always there, available at the end of our fingertips in our phones that most of us take everywhere with us. And it doesn't have the negative social stigma that many times going to the casino has. So... Coming back to the quote, intermittent reinforcement describes a conditioning schedule in which a reward or punishment is randomly applied. The result, you keep taking the action because you never know when it's going to work. Put another way, intermittent reinforcement is the fear of missing out. FOMO is real and super potent. Pausing again. Now, understanding the science behind it helps us understand why FOMO can be so powerful in our lives. Reading now the end of the quote. Whether you call it intermittent reinforcement or prefer FOMO, it keeps both you and me consuming new content and wondering if we have got everything we need to act on our purpose. We think we are taking action when, in reality, we are running in place. End quote. Here's the thing. FOMO, or intermittent reinforcement, can keep us engaged, even addicted. And often it's that that is holding us back. Are we truly taking actions towards our purpose? Or are we just running into place like the hamster on a wheel? And please, don't try to overcome foam with willpower. Intermittent reinforcement is pretty strong. Instead, I invite you to play with my pie method. What is the pie method? is P-I-E. P for pressing pause. Pausing creates the space that allows us to see our power to choose our responses instead of just reacting to a stimulus. Also, it allows a space for the I of the pie method. I is for Increasing self-awareness, increasing our self-awareness and learning about how we work at the psychoneurological level can be very helpful to create lasting change. Then we can embrace the E of the PI method. So P, 
for pressing pause, I for increasing self-awareness, and E for embracing experimentation. In an experiment, all results are welcome. There is no failure, just new information to learn from. So, if you are trying to overcome a FOMO in your life, first, press pause. Second, increase your self-awareness of what is happening. Having more awareness of the dynamics behind what is happening. For instance, by understanding the forces of intermittent reinforcement can allow you to have a better picture of what is happening to be able to finally experiment and do something different. Like, for instance, reimagine the situation in a new way with a new result or associating your behavior with a new rewarding consequence. For instance, get into action mode and be rewarded by what you can learn. So, first, press pause. Second, increase your self-awareness. And third, embrace experimentation. Because there is no failures, just new information to learn from. As we wrap up today's episode... I invite you to reflect on the areas in your lives where FOMO might be driving our actions and how we can use the PI method for our personal development. Let's harness the power of intermittent reinforcement for our growth and not let deter us from our true purpose. Thank you for joining us in the Mindset Zone. Keep expanding your horizons. And until next time, stay curious and stay inspired. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. And if you want to get a free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you for the ones around you, for the world.